Welcome to another episode of Get Your Shine Box. Ox, 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 <laughs> What is that? That's uh, the reverb. Oh. The echo. You actually have reverb. Why, oh, yeah. why could you just use it? I don't know. It doesn't really work. Doesn't Does it? Work? Does it work? Oh. Work, 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 work. Here, here, here. No, no, no. Really. That's just you again. That's, That's just, just you me again. again. Ugh, you're joking. Ah, there's so much about this box that I don't know. Well, let's, you know, over Christmas, like yeah. it's coming, let's spend some time. Let's, let's let's figure it out a bit. Let's figure it out. Let's cram a bunch <laughs> of episodes in. Like we can do a bunch of like little mini experiments and let's, let's work this box. Let's actually do some work towards this. You know, uh, <laughs> un- uh, so Uncle, Uncle Munkin's in town now. Yeah, like I you know. can actually be here and do stuff from a I sound know. engineering perspective. So let's, let's, yeah. let's I talk to that man. Yeah. I'm going to bring him in. And you and... can do a tune up. Yeah. I'd, honestly, he'll know how to like tweak and tune all this stuff. And that's sure. what I need. Yeah. Yeah. I need right. someone who knows what he's doing. So welcome to another episode. <laughs> <laughs> what isn't it, Tristan? What is it? This show is not. It is not a lying t- lion tale. <laughs> it is not an advice show. It is not a movie review show. It is two brothers locked in combat. Who know nothing about yeah. this box that we're working yeah so it's a couple of brothers you know who yep. uh grew up together as sometimes brothers do yep and um movies were a big influence movies were a factor in our lives yep. and um it's our shorthand our um secret talk our secret language our love language our love language there you go is movies okay yeah i exactly. would agree with that that seems pretty reasonable yeah yeah so tell me about your week how's it been um it's it's been a little bit crazy yeah you know what, um, uh, Jules is uh, uh, busy with uh, her finals at school, and oh, yeah. she is at a conference. She's organizing a conference. Well, I actually heard a little bit about her results yeah. tonight. It sounds like not her favorite day. You know, it's so funny, because she's really hard on herself about the... Because today was like objective drawing or fast drawing or Right, she was, was talking about this yeah. the other day. Yeah. yeah. And um, last time she did a project, she was like, your eye okay? Did you get some whiskey in your eye? Uh, no, it's all the <laughs> tears. tears. No, you know what? I have like a little bit of allergies right now too. Oh, so before yeah. I left the house, I did, I don't know. I must've like rubbed my face on the dog's tongue. And then now it's like just a swollen, oh, no. I, basically speaking of bees, it's like one yeah. landed on my pupil and just has now inflamed my face. Yeah. It's a little red. It's, and a, your, it's a little red. Your pupil has separated. Like oh, 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 well I was yeah. watching Invincible and it Ooh. felt like Alan the alien when his... I separated from his fucking head. Oh my that God. Was it was wild. awesome. Are y'all cut I, up on that? Oh God. I was so like, this isn't actually, <gasps> it's not really, oh, and how is he still alive? <laughs> like, oh, I can't I believe they hooked him up to something. It's incredible. Know, anyway. It's amazing. Very anyway. good show. I'm loving it. Uh, so, so, so Jules, she'll um, be really hard on herself with the projects that she submits. She's like, oh, it was terrible. Oh, I hated it. Should we go like. 95. Yeah. 95. <laughs> she got a hundred percent on one thing she's like Ugh. <laughs> could have been 102 i know like, right? <laughs> anyway so it's just been like really busy but good with the kids like like connecting with the kids um lots yeah. of fun and um you know i've had a pretty good week actually just kind of with, with kid wise but i know that jules is like super busy yeah yeah but what about you oh uh well it's been a pretty devastating week oh, really yeah, uh, so this week I found out, uh, the, the job I've been doing for the last two years, almost, well, I guess it's called a year and eight months. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm because the way that our company is structured, we're not allowed to have jobs that are supposed to be assigned to head office mm-hmm. and do them remotely. And it hasn't really been a problem. Uh, I want to say like for, for the last five years. Mm-hmm. 
And, but the problem was COVID both created an opportunity to do more of it, Mm -hmm. but also really exacerbated the problem. And so they sort of said like, nah, nah, we're shutting the whole thing down. I'm like, fuck. So at any rate, um, I'm going to be changing roles. I'm not hundred percent sure what that looks like. Yeah. They gave me a big sack of cash to go like, oh yeah. (laughs) They parked a big dump truck full of cash. (laughs) What am I supposed to do? Like the whole Camp Krusty part. Honestly, I, like the Canyon Arrow. (laughs) Uh, I don't have a Canyon Arrow, but I wish I did. It was basically like, it was pretty nice. So a few things now, like, Mm -hmm. uh, we've, we've talked about this a little bit, like maybe some like contract work could be some consulting work could be like take a job and just like smoke cigars all day. Like who knows? It's gig economy, baby. Yeah. That's we'll see. We'll see. So I've got some ideas. I've got some options. I've, uh, thrown out everything to everybody. Everyone was incredible. Actually, the hardest part of this week was, Hmm. uh, we did a bit of a regroup after we knew what everyone's roles were. Like we kind of got everyone together. So, I mean, it started last week. Uh, but then everyone got together and it was just, honestly like people were crying and wow. everyone was super nice and super generous and it, but you know, the things keep pouring in. Yeah. So from a parenting perspective, I've just been like, huh, well, I probably can lean into parenting a little bit more now. Cause I'll have some free time, certainly in yeah. the short term. Uh, Laura and I are going on a trip to Mexico in February, yeah. which will be awesome. And oh, just like awesome. really, yeah. Clear the headspace a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but I think I'm going to take like just basically the next two months. Mm-hmm. Um, and not do much of much depending yeah. on what happens with work. Like I, I, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going to get offered a job, uh, of which I'm pretty excited. I think that'd be really fun. Uh, a couple of the weird prospects have come up in the yeah. last day or so. Like, uh, one where I'm like, oh, the money's awesome, but the people are shit. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, <laughs> well, <laughs> like, what to do there? Like, do you I just like kind of money? Eat, I do like <laughs> money. And you could just eat that turd sandwich for maybe like a year or a bit. I don't know. Anyway, look. It's all up in the air, but, uh, mm-hmm. it's been just a strange time. And, and for me, there's been lots of anxiety and weird sleeps and blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah. So hopefully none of it's rubbing off the kids tonight. As I was leaving, like, uh, Laura's been doing this thing lately where she's like, I need you to support me. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? And she's like, well, you need to help. I'm like, what? Like mm. I picked up kids, dropped off kids, did the dishes, made supper, dropped off another kid, yeah. uh, made them do their homework, worked mm. on the French. Uh, and held them to task while she like was studying. I'm like, tell me about the more in this equation. Like what, <laughs> what's the missing piece? And yeah. so anyway, I think it's all relative. She's got a lot of pressure right now to right. work on some courses and stuff. Yeah. Um, so yes, anyway, I think it'll be good because if I'm around more and kind of, uh, offset how much when I was traveling, uh-huh. she would have to pick up stuff. Yeah. This is where I think I do some payback. So I'm just going to, again, like put some. I don't know, jam on my turd sandwich and just <laughs> take some bites. There it is. Very nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So t- nice. tell me about the film. What are we going to watch? Oh, far out. You know what? I love this film so, so much. Um, it's one of our, and I can say that um, with without uh, any, any uh, worry that you will contradict. It's got one of our favorite actors in the entire world. Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan. Yeah, she's Shelley Long. She is, she is great. <laughs> no, no, no. No. She is great. I, yeah. Don't get me wrong, but she uh, Mr. Short. Mr. Short. Yeah. A Canadian boy. Yeah. Uh funny as hell. Oh. Uh Three Amigos. We're gonna yeah. do three amigos one day. I think that'd be really we nice. Will. Yeah. Really couple couple funny guys in there. Yeah. yeah. So the two. the movie is inner space. Yeah. Yeah. And um I have nothing but fond memories about this film. It was interesting seeing it. You know, and as as a little more grown up, it, it definitely doesn't hold the same way. No, 
but that's not to say that it's bad. Yeah. Just to say that it's different. I remember it being kind of like really epic at the time. Yeah. And it was pretty laugh a minute, just kind of um, based on what the comedy style was at the time. Yeah. I agree with this. Yeah. But um, not not quite the same film, but still like lots of fond memories. Yeah. And speaking of our favorite actor, Mr. Short, I always considered him like his strength is characters. I always yeah. thought like the characters he creates are brilliant. I love his impressions. I love his characters and yep. everything like that. Yep. But this is not a character. This is a physical individual. See, is but, that, that's a really good point. Yeah. And this is interesting because it's it's very Jerry Lewis. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and and I didn't I forgot this about Martin Short or or maybe I That just he could act it. and not just be a character? Yeah. Yeah. Like like that his his physicality is like uh. perfect. He is so funny. Like that yeah. scene in the doctor's office where he's just oh a nervous God. wreck. Yeah. There is like beat after beat where he is actually super skilled. Yeah. And super tight. Yes. Um, and it's not expected. Like, again, I'm used to him being like Ed Grimley or yeah. like cheap laughs yeah. or like, you know, again, just characters. one of these SCTV characters. But yeah. re- in reality, he is, he's quite a, quite a good actor. Yeah. Paul I, Simon. <laughs> I, Paul Simon. I liked him in Murders, Only Murders in the Building. I thought that was a really oh, good he's series. great. But, but same thing. I actually feel like this is maybe one of his strongest straight acting roles. Yeah. That's and, he, it. and he's vulnerable too. He is. Like I've, you could tell he's obviously smitten with uh, Meg Ryan. Uh, it's because she's still like in full goose mode from Top Ooh. Gun. So I mean, yeah. like, ugh, we're going to yeah. get into that. Mm. But um, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think he was fantastic in this. Yeah. The the other big factor in this film is it uh, it is our Vernon Wells trifecta. I was going to say, I have this written down too, because yeah. finally it yeah. was one of our first. Yeah. Uh, with Commando. Commando. And yeah. now we're kind of closing that loop. Yeah. Uh, so the second being a Road Warrior. That's right. Or Mad Max 2. For American audiences. <laughs> American audiences who are like, oh yeah. Uh, so yeah. And Vernon Wells, the the worst part is, my favorite part about Vernon Wells is how fucking shitty his dialogue normally is. Like, yeah. like he's normally, like that's the best part that's about it. him and yeah. nothing out of this. But at least it's kind of fun to watch him. It, well, he doesn't say a word. No. The only thing is the scream and the acid at the very, very end. And that's yeah. not even really dialogue. It's just like scream. That might not even be. Because you're dead. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Really? Oh, just one of those like, ah! Yeah. Wilhelm yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so yeah, and and I, I love the fact he says nothing. Um, but uh he's it, great. He must have just been holding it back because yeah. I think he's one of those guys who just loves to fucking talk. Like oh, just yeah. Oh, oh totally. Yeah. yeah. Hello, John. That's it. Me and Matrix. We could we could kill them all. <laughs> yeah. I love to hear your men talk tough. So funny. whatever, Chubbs. <laughs> Chubbs with your knitted fucking chain meal. My oh mom my made God. it for me. Like, what is it like? He's the Liberace of like oh hitman. Like so my brother funny. George. Like he's <laughs> awful. Anyway, he is. He, he is. He's like if Liberace and like Freddie Mercury, Mercury kind of like oh, is it? combine themselves. Yeah, Liberscotchy. He's just like. <laughs> boozy fat like it's no good, so good. It's terrible all right anyway all right so what, what's the rundown what do we got how much time well you know what let why don't we take our time on this oh because right. it's it's a classic of something we love so let's um let's knock it out in four minutes 19 seconds got it okay four minutes 19 <sighs> start the timer should recognize when we have an opportunity to shine because I think that's essential. I think we both want to make times for when we both think we should shine. Yeah. So could you and I do each other a favor simultaneously? Let's do it. What would it be? 
get, get your, your fucking shine box. Bam. Yeah, <laughs> beauty. Double shine. Woo. I've got a sound effect. You don't have so, to. By do the way, that. have you? When did you? Do you still insert the sound effect? Have you yeah. been doing that? Oh, have you not listened? To oh these? God, not in months. Yeah, that's terrible. You, like why the, do you I, not? I need to get our fan base up. So I mean, I'm <laughs> obligated to listen. That's the only way that we get listeners is I keep downloading it. Uh, Podbean, <laughs> come on, man! Like I'm looking for I more know. badges. <laughs> All we right, don't, we don't need no stinking badges. It's true. Yeah. All right, so okay. opens up. Yeah. Uh, you can see a little bit Spielberg production, so you know it's going to be mm-hmm. good. Probably mm-hmm. some good production value, which mm-hmm. is nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Dante film, mm-hmm. done lots of stuff. Actually, uh, Scarlett and I just watched Gremlins, as I, I'm sure I mentioned yeah, the other day, which she yeah. is now crazy about. Oh, uh, awesome. Tried to make me watch Gremlins too, of which we promptly fell asleep. Yeah. But um, anyway, so it opens up. Yeah. Uh, you sort of see some crystals. It's like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is fascinating. Is this science? Yeah. No, it's even better than science. It's it's whiskey. whiskey. It's scotch. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So it's a little bit of ice and yeah. some whiskey being poured into glass. So like, like Fight Club. It's like the beginning of Fight Club when it goes to the garbage. Right. Yeah. Um. Well, I kind of like those like scenes. Right. Oh, like me they're too. Always fun to it's watch. It's really good. It's really good. Anyway. All right. So our boy Quaid. Yeah. Uh, you can see him at the bar. He's yeah. the one like getting the whiskey with the yeah. tall pour and comes like strolling out of the kitchen just like. Yeah. Boozy. I think he's thrown out of the kitchen. Well, yeah, it kind of seems like he's not, chef is not like really welcome. Yeah. yeah. No kidding. It's Ratatouille back there. Yeah, and basically. just, it's the rat through the hat, just like looking at him and scaring him to death. Anyway, you can tell he's definitely been drinking. He's yeah. got this little speech. You can tell he's like, so he, he must have just resigned his commission. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so yeah. he's a little bit bitter, but he thinks he's got the upper hand because he's involved in a new project, mm-hmm. and uh, he's kind of making fun of like the space shuttle guys, yeah. and he whips out an old story about the uh, Tomcat F-14 that he flew that was going to crash, and, yeah. and and you know, this is kind of his claim to fame, and to ice the cake, he literally kills the cake by like landing <laughs> on top of it and smashing everything, and all the fly boys are pissed off and hauling yeah. back into the kitchen where that ratatouille is still waiting. Oh, yeah, and he start working him over. Yep, yeah. yep, but he's still like... For as drunk as he is, he still manages to pop that pan and yeah. smash the one guy's arm as he tries to punch him. <laughs> and he's in like, yeah, he's in good defensive mode. Yeah. But eventually he is. His clock is cleaned and, yeah. you know, Lydia, uh, Meg Ryan, yeah. has to come and collect him. That's right. Well, he's, and um, who's his handler there? Or it must have been like a superior of some sort. Robbie or something? Oh, uh, well, yeah. I've, yeah. Anyway. It's, yeah. So he eventually just sort of says like, hey, Lydia, go get him and yeah. clean him up. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And so then they go back home. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So he heads back to his apartment. It is like a disaster. Yes. It's, this takes place in San Francisco, by the way. Yeah. And um, his apartment is like New York sized. Like it's, it's pretty tiny. small. No, don't, yeah. don't get me wrong. Property in San Francisco is also like oh, very yes. small and it's, yeah. it's expensive. Yeah. It's a lovely town. Have you been? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. I, um, I'm, 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 when do we go? Besides with you. Um, only one other time and it was really brief. Oh, kind of thing. okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. there you go. So yeah. we went together. <laughs> this is embarrassing. Well, we were young, like super young. Like we just zipped through oh, on our oh, way oh. to, um, California. Sure. What is this? Oh yeah. Cause we went to like Disneyland. the wharf and stuff. And yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Well, I'm actually visited. Like I went on a work no. trip one year and it was amazing cause the company was paying for everything. And it was oh. like, they took, um, union square. And they built like a huge structure Ooh. while we were there, and then like did like a massive dance party and like, oh my god, yeah, they they blocked the whole thing off, and it was like, oh, it was the coolest. Wow. Uh, 
yeah, they don't they don't really do that in my industry anymore. Everything's pretty yeah, they pretty don't low the visibility doctors anymore. <laughs> no, no, it was used to be like woo. Yeah. Oh, inter- oh, uh, interestingly, like yeah. they uh, took one of oh 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 uh, I'm lost oh. one ear. Have you lost an ear? Okay. I lost an ear. Am I, is there? it this? Is it that? There we go. Oh yeah. nope, it? it's nope. gone. Nope. Dang, dang. There, there, there. Okay. Maybe it's that port. Actually. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, yes. The uh, there's another company that's out there right now. The one I could potentially go work for. Ooh. Where they're like good money but terrible yeah. place, and they're yeah. like they took doctors out to strippers the other day. What? Yeah. The other day. The other day. That and this can't is, be happening nowadays. This is something that was like super, super not cool for about yeah. the last ten years, and now the, yeah. this group of wangs. Yeah. Which I may work for. Yeah. Uh, is, <laughs> doing this. Um, yeah. Is it, uh, who's the CEO? Heisenberg? Is no, it meth? No, it's a very Korean company. <laughs> and it's oh. just like old school, like, yeah, you know, yeah, wine and dine, throw some money around. That's it. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. That's so, okay. Yeah. I've got lots of stories about this. Anyway. Okay. So <clears throat> <laughs> that's our other podcast. Yes. Yeah, true confessions. <laughs> okay. So yes. Uh, they go back to, uh, Tuck, Tuck Pendleton is the name mm-hmm. of, uh, Dennis Quaid's character. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they go back, he's going to crash on his couch um, then, you know, sort of get some hints about like something's up. It's going to be about rabbits. He's yeah, kind of hinting at yeah. some stuff. He's trying to convince her to stay. Yeah. Um, he's got some interesting pseudo tech and then he hits her weakness and it's, I think it's an interesting weakness. Like I like how yeah. they play on this and yeah. it's Motown. That's specifically right. Sam Cooke. Yeah, exactly. It's their song. Yes. And so, um, he manages to kind of seduce her and uh, we fade to black as he is getting to business. Mm-hmm. Um, what's and- interesting too is, um, Dennis Quaid, at this time in his life, in that flight suit, yeah, who is he like a doppelganger? Oh, Tom Cruise. Yeah. Like he looks just like. Just like. And Meg Ryan is just off the set of Top Gun. I know. Like it's crazy. She's got a type. She's got a type right now. <laughs> exactly. She's um, upgraded from Goose yeah. to the Moose. <laughs> oh, I don't know. The Moose Knuckle? I don't oh. oh. This is like a kid-friendly audience That's they're trying it. to like appeal to right now. Yeah. The, the fucking kids <laughs> is, is who we need to appeal Precisely. to. Precisely. And who shows up to drive the cab? A regular of Joe Dante's. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Dick uh, Miller. Dick Miller. Yeah. Yeah, which is awesome. So, yeah, he is brilliant in Gremlins. He's, he's, he's even really Gremlins. better in Gremlins, too. Oh, well, I need to not sleep through that one. That's okay. But when you when you watch it, mm-hmm. um, check him out, because that's where he shines is in that film, because he he's only in it for like uh, a little fraction of it but um tell me he has an amazing death oh he doesn't no he he causes amazing death oh fantastic yeah yeah okay it's really cool um you know what uh, sorry a quick um uh dick Ten. miller story is sure i was uh one of my favorite films in the whole world is um demon knight okay yeah it's a um uh tales from the crypt uh movie it um uh, has Bill Bob Thornton has a ton of great actors in it. Hey. And uh Dick Miller's in it. Oh Bless my you. god, excuse me. Um it's that kind of podcast. Uh so um <laughs> we'll get it in post. Yeah, that's it. So he's in that as well and he's awesome. Just anything he's in, he's he's wonderful to watch. But in this he's a cab driver for all of a minute, but he he's so memorable already. And uh, so Meg Ryan jumps into the cab after having slept with Dennis Quaid. Yep. Looking for a clean break. Yeah, clean break. He comes out and he is like ripped. 
Oh my God! What is it with Dennis Quaid in this? I don't know. He's in the best shape ever. Like ever. I have actually never seen another Hollywood actor with that good of abs for that period of time. Yeah. Like in '87, it seems like people were trim, sure. Yeah. But he like he was working. Oh yeah, we had the kind of doughy uh, Steven Seagal. Yeah, no kidding. He <laughs> and, uh, swinging his arms like that's it. You get in my way, I'm gonna start swinging. And if it happens to get punched, He's that's on you. Feeling. That's yeah. on you. Yeah. Uh, and um, I guess like Bruce Willis, who's was wasn't in bad shape, but no. just wasn't like ripped. No. Yeah. No, I, I mean, yeah. I, I guarantee you, Quaid was looking for reasons to be naked because of all the work that he did. Mm-hmm. Like because eventually his towel or his sheets or whatever get pulled away when Meg Ryan drives yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that was a total placement. So. Yeah. So for sure. So she's driving away. They're playing Cupid again by Sam Cooke. And then we cut to Martin Short. That's right. Where is he? He's in the doctor's office. Correct. And he's getting examined. And I love his relationship with the doctor here because it's just hilarious. Like uh, the doctor loves his mania. Like he's a bit of a. um, Enabler. Enabler. (laughs) uh, What would you call Martin Short? Hypochondriac. Hypochondriac. Thank you. Yeah. So he, he. You know, the doctor's totally enabling. He's like, what's this rash here? You know? Oh, God. And he's totally explicit. Like, he's not hiding the fact that, like, Martin Short is basically paying for his summer home. Yeah. Oh, no, exactly. <laughs> Your visit's alone. Yeah, exactly. It's so good. So he's talking about all this stuff. And one of the things in particular, uh, they mentioned that he has a reoccurring nightmare. Right. And in this nightmare, um, he is, um, he's a checkout. He's an, actually an assistant manager, but he works the till right. at Safeway. Right. And specifically Safeway, which is a very Canadian company. Like yeah. it's a foundational. So, yeah. I mean, obviously they've got chains in the U.S., but I thought it was interesting that they would reference that. Considering it's a Canadian. I think it started, it must have started in Canada. Yeah. Anyway. So he's talking about this dream where he is um, checking out. He notices this woman who's up next. She has this amazing like big red hair and she's covered in makeup and. She's quite a character. And so he's ringing up her purchases. And for some reason, they're ringing up in astronomical prices. And at the end of it, um, it is uh, something around like $130,000. Right. For what she's buying. <laughs> and she says, I don't carry that kind of cash, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> sweetie. It's, even the way that Martin Short delivers it actually is really so juicy. Good. Like he's got such contempt in it. And then, and then she reaches into her purse, pulls out like a little Derringer. Yeah. And that's when he wakes up screaming. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I think it, I think the story coordinates with uh, the doctor checking his knee reflexes. He, yeah. He's like trying to do that knee tap and then boom, <laughs> like he kicks the instruments over and he gets caught in like the little um, tray. Yeah, yeah. It's just, he's such a wreck. But basically oh, at the God. end of it all, they determine that he needs to get a vacation. Yeah. He needs to go somewhere. With no adventure, no yeah. excitement whatsoever. Rest and relaxation. That's it. Yeah. But, um, yep. So he uh, leaves the doctor's um, surgery. Yeah. But then we cut to, to like the actual launch of the experiment that Doc's yeah. been working on. So basically, <laughs> I didn't understand this, but I think it maybe is an illusion. Yeah. Because um, on the side of the road, mm-hmm. there's like a burning, dragged out gremlin. Hmm. There's a gremlin on the side of the road as Tuck Pendleton is driving. And again, this is a Joe Dante. This might be like a little in-joke. It, it is. So, oh my God. When when was this in relation to gremlins? So though? this is 1987 and I think yeah. gremlins was 1984. Wow. So I think this is self-referential. It is exactly that. That's but, amazing. But anyway, this is yeah. just this is just like a little catch. I was like, yeah. huh, what's that there for? Like it seemed yeah. really obvious. Yeah. And so the more I think about it, I'm like, ah, 
That beautiful. makes sense. Yeah. Beautiful. Anyway, yeah. so um, they talk a little bit about why Tuck, like why was Tuck chosen to yeah. be the the person? Yeah. And you know, he's the only one who was crazy enough to do it. And yeah. then you get a little bit of that side story where he could have been one of the best. Yeah. So again, Tuck's got skills. He's obviously smart. He's very yeah. capable and can adapt when he's not undermining himself with yeah. his, uh, yeah. uh, doesn't like authority. Doesn't like authority. And he likes to make his own rules. Yeah. So. We should mention too that this is two months later. Correct. After the incident with Meg Ryan. Right. Yeah. Right. That's going to be important. Yeah. Okay. Keep uh, going. Yeah. So, um, uh, Robbie, his handler and, uh, another individual exactly are having that exchange mm-hmm. and then it cuts to Tuck Pendleton and he's in his flight suit. Right. And he's and, looking in the mirror. Yeah. I love that. I actually really like this. Mm-hmm. He's doing this psych up thing where yep. he's staring at the mirror and, uh, he's kind of trying to psych himself up. And so he's like. Um, you, are you ready, Tuck? And then prove it, slap yourself. So he slaps himself twice. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, Tuck Pendleton, um, machine, machine, zero defects. Yeah. 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 I mean, and it's nice because later there's that transference to Martin Short too. Yeah, like, so yeah. for him, I think that's the first time he actually accepts Martin Short as kind of being like an equal or part of the journey Yeah, because he, he brings him in on those things that he uses for himself. That's right. So it, I, I thought that was really nice. Actually, it was that was cool. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. keep going. Uh, so Tuck is in his flight suit. He's in this uh, laboratory, laboratory, whatever. Yep. Uh, <laughs> laboratory. <laughs> laboratory. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Doctor Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> it's high goal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he's he's um, uh, getting ready for this. Ex- this is experiment day. So yep. there's lots of like uh, activity happening. Scientists going to and fro. More light bright. More light bright. There's <laughs> tons of those, yeah. Flashing lights that are Flashing on and off lights. for no absolute reason, like non, non-specific. non Exactly. So science! Science! Yep. So he's being led by um, the lead scientist, Ollie. Yep. Uh, Ozzy. 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 I'm sorry. Ozzy. And so he's he's zipping through um, kind of like hallways with other scientists that are kind of like high-fiving him. And this one girl gives him like a peck on the cheek and he goes back and starts making out a little bit. I know. It's the 80s, baby. I'm high on cocaine! <laughs> Uh, and this other lady uh grabs a polaroid of him and then he does the, the first selfie right. ever recorded on film 100 percent. Yeah. i don't remember it before but for us it seems so normal yeah i don't know another time when someone's done that like yeah. kind of reached out at arm's length and done it yeah. it's cool so he does that he's um getting prepared there's lots of science happening in the background yes uh, where they are loading up, they're talking about like parameters. They're talking about um, this experiment that is going to miniaturize um, the pod that Dennis Quaid, that Tuck Pendleton, is going to pilot, and it's going to be then injected into Bugs the rabbit. Right, and there's like two. The, the way that they've done it, yeah. it's very specific. So they're yes. not the only people who are doing kind of uh, miniaturization and then re-enlargement, but the way they do it is with two specific chips Mm -hmm. so there's one chip to shrink and one chip to grow the shrink chip is on the end that they're working on and the the grow chip will be on attached to the capsule yeah i also there's a cool cameo because michael mcdonald of the doobie brothers is helping uh tuck pendleton into his (laughs) capsule or at least a guy who looks like him it's like holy smokes oh yeah but uh just a bearded like yeah i'm gonna be there so it's it's pretty fun (laughs) Um, but yes, he also, he has a briefcase that gets, gets put in there. And I thought maybe that was yeah. more sciencey than it needed to be, but you thought it was maybe just possessions. Yeah. I think it's just like, like his things. Okay. Right. Cause that's where he gets his flask from. Oh yes. And okay. I think his lunch is in there. Nice. <laughs> no kidding. It's falling down. Basically, yeah, basically it's like yeah. defense is written on the side yeah. of it as yeah. like a code to open it. You got two bags. I got nothing. 
give me one of your bags. <laughs> you want one of my bags? Nice. Um, so yeah, uh, a lot of um, preparation. Uh, Ozzy is recording the procedure. Uh, and so Tuck gets into his pod. Robot arm? Robot arm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Which comes into play later. I love it. Yep. Uh, yeah. The robot arm inserts the chip into the uh, first circuit board and mm-hmm. then into the pod itself. Um, this activates the centrifuge. Yeah. Everything starts to spin. And he's yes, moving right. really quick. Like, yeah. Uh, I would be barfing everywhere had this oh, been I me. Oh, I was like, barfing watching. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Um, gets pulled to the edges. Lights yes. are going off everywhere. It's yeah. kind of DeLorean like. There's kind of. Um, yeah. So there's a Back to the Future feel to this. And maybe, yeah. so Back to the Future is what, 85? Yes. Okay. So I think they're trying to emulate some of it. Like, like, hey, we like this movie. What can we do? Not to the future, but to the shrinkage. Like just, <laughs> you know. It's beautiful, <laughs> yeah. The big cigar smoking. It's yeah, it. Joe Cabot from like yeah. Reservoir Dogs is like right? all over this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yes. Uh, so they basically, <laughs> then there's dust being blown. Tuck is put in the pen and now he's in a syringe. That's right. Yes, so but he- unfortunately- yeah. The evil men come. That's right. At the same time, um, some uh, people dressed in like workers' vests uh, show up and um, start out. I love this. They have compressed like knockout gas. <laughs> and so they wander around the lab like just blasting people with this knockout gas. Well, first, they, they're like, hey, we're the, the phone repair people. We're here to repair the phones. And the guy yeah. picks up his phone yeah. and tries to call like, hey, is there a problem <laughs> with the phones? Like, yeah. uh, well, not. <laughs> uh, this has already been blown. Like, God damn it. Like, no one thought that through. Yeah. So anyway, you're right. They've got the knockout gas. They start spraying people. It's incredibly effective. Like, basically like, part second of like a whiff of this shit and you're yeah. done you're, you're out done. Yeah. yeah so you're out. people like dropping like flies they managed to get like a weird hot smoking credit card yeah uh to open the door like that That's that right. seems to do it i don't know what that technology is like maybe just because it's malleable and hot like it'll it'll like, kind of, bend uh, to what the card configuration is supposed to be yeah possibly this it, is like an has. old school analog kind yeah, of yeah. um anyway so yes they definitely get through yeah um and then yes they're running through they they get to the lab uh, and then uh mystery doctor shows up. Yeah. So she unveils her hair. Oh my God. She's like. Sexy scientist. It's Vidal Sassoon. <laughs> She's got so much like wave and curl in it. Uh, this is, this is Margaret. Margaret. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Cause he introduces herself to Oz. Yeah. And she's like, Margaret, like he, they know each other. Yes. Yeah. So they and must have like done lab stuff together or oh, worked yeah. on the beginning. Well, they checked each other's test oh my, tubes. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Well, her name is Dr. Kanker. So, you know, she's got like bad dental hygiene. Oh, maybe she's got a, she's a little sore for the business. The Aussie? I don't, I don't know. know. I anyway, right. so, <laughs> um, he um, recognizes her and she, um, she starts chatting to him, but he uh, then spies the syringe right. that has Tuck in it. And he, Instantly understands this is sabotage. They're looking to steal this tech. Yeah, he seems really at ease with it. Like, you know, this was expected for him. Like, oh, oh yeah. Okay, I gotta go. He's thought of every eventuality. I guess so. You know. So he grabs a syringe. He's the Wizard it. of Oz. Z. <laughs> he no. Yeah. Um, and um, he manages to escape yep. this. Uh, but waiting outside is an ominous figure. Yes. With a, a very buzzed haircut and sunglasses and a weird chin <laughs> and, and a very specific license plate yeah. snap on snap on right yeah oh. and, and we we have our first glimpse of vernon wells that's right uh margaret radios him and says mr what's his name um um i go i go mr i go don't let him escape right and i go sees oz um exit the building and starts running and so there is a pursuit correct yeah 
Oz eventually gets a bicycle. Correct. <laughs> and manages to get to the mall. Yeah. And then we run into a uh, commando swinging through off of like one of the <laughs> banisters. And, he's like, one bad motherfucker. Same security people. Same security. <laughs> no, not even close. Anyway, no. he is. He's, he's looking for a way to escape. Yeah. He's looking for anything he can do to get out of here. Cut to Martin Short. Yeah. At the um, travel agency. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Martin is, um, he's bought tickets to a close. Oh, sorry. This oh, isn't oh, true yet. Oh. Honestly, what happens first? Sorry. So he's at, uh, is there the part where he's talking to the bagging girl relationship? She's back to stuff. No, no. Slam dancing. Okay. Because uh, no. the way that I have it written sequentially, that happens later. That does so happen he, later. Okay. No, no. The, the slam dance happens later because he comes in and he's already stressed and she's like, you look like shit. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, he is. He's at the travel agent, and yeah. he's looking. Uh, the travel agent's asking him, looking yeah. for a little uh, shipboard romance. And he's like, uh, maybe, as long as it's not too exciting. Right. <laughs> well. Right. <laughs> trust me. Boring sex is out there. That's it. Shelly Long. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I goes looking for Ozzy, mm-hmm. and then eventually he fires one of his weapons, which is his finger, and oh. it's a bullet. That is awesome. His like, you can see that his hand is rigid. Right. And I love that scene where he like aims with his finger and then blows it off. And there's this kid and the kid fucking has like an assault rifle. <laughs> and the kid's staring at Igo. But you made a really good point. Back yeah. in the back in the day, yeah. those plastic guns didn't have to have their orange yeah. like, caps on them. That's right. So it actually kind of looks like an assault it rifle. Does. Like, yeah. like no wonder there were like accidental deaths back oh, in the yeah. day. For yeah. sure. Uh, and so, um, yeah, I go managed to just shoot Ozzy. Yeah. Pops a balloon. That's right. Uh, I love that when he blows into the, uh, the finger and it blows out the smoke. Right. It's super good. It's pretty. Yeah. Uh, it's a nice touch. So Ozzy is riding up in an elevator and you can see that he's been shot. There's blood on the back. Yes. Of him. So Absolutely. he's dying. Yeah. Yeah. So he's just, now he's just trying to get rid of Tuck so yeah. that he doesn't get captured. That's and right. the first person who happens to meet him at the top of the elevator is Jack. Yeah. Jack Potter. Jack Putter. Yep. Um, so like we should mention that that is Martin Short. I don't think we Mar- Martin Short is Jack Putter. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so he he lurches onto Jack Putter and removes the syringe and jams it into Martin Short's ass. Right. Yeah. And injects um, Tuck Penalty. into the yes. butt. Right. Yeah. And so Tuck's a little out of sorts. He's yeah. trying to like, hey, what's going on here? It doesn't seem yeah. right. Yeah. Like he's. Hey, is this fat cells? He's not really sure what's going on. Mm-hmm. Computer starts to prompt and figure out what the lay of the land is. Yeah. And Igo notices that there's an empty syringe. Yeah. So he grabs a camera from a guy and there's a series oh. of these hits, which are super interesting because he <laughs> kidney punches this guy to take That's his so camera good. and he just like instantly the guy is paralyzed. Yeah. One thing about Igo at Vernon Wells in general is like, even though he's a doughy fat fuck, yeah. he is super effective at hurting oh, people. Yeah. Like if, if like road warriors taught us anything. He is for sure like a yeah. killer. He knows your pain center. He does. Yeah. He takes down. So he he actually does the same move to Matrix in the Commando. He, I think he kidney punches him. A hundred percent. This is like, it must be his signature move. Tell me, is he like a martial artist in another world? Like, know. he must have really? something like, how do you become an action villain? Yeah. When you've got no Kung Fu skills? Like, I don't know. How did he get established? I'd he love does. to do some backstory on Vernon yeah. Wells. Yeah, we should we should research. Ooh, tell you what, Ooh. over Christmas, yeah, I want to go through all of the Watchers, Ooh. and I want to do some history of them and yeah. why they're so awesome. Nice. Like, could do just like a little, yeah, like a 15, 20 minute segment on all of our favorite Beauty. kind of like yeah, connective tissue. Porkins, Wells, all the guys. One hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. okay. 
Um, so yeah, so he punishes this poor tourist, takes his camera as Martin Short is kind of freaking out, mm-hmm. and I go leaves because he sees that the syringe is smashed. That's right. So um, so this is where Jack is freaked out and goes yeah. to his like job. Yeah. And he's like talking to the bagging girl. Her name is Wendy. Yeah. They're having a relationship, but it's not really happening. Not like really. they're kind of dating. She's doing other things. She is not really that interested because she leads this weird alternate lifestyle of like slam dancing and punk. kind of like, yeah, she's a punk girl. Like this is yeah. 87. Yeah. Punk is relatively new in the 80s scene. It is. Yeah. And it's kind of like, um, counterculture. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So, and so he, he puts on his uniform and slides up to the till. Yeah. What is your favorite part about Wendy's packing skills? <laughs> oh my God. It is genius. So you see her packing uh, groceries from a customer. She she puts it, she just slams in a bunch of stuff into this one paper bag and tops it off with a carton of eggs. And you can see this big glass jug of apple cider that's on the thing. And as she's talking, as she's like telling Jack how boring he is and how she he doesn't understand her and stuff like that. Yep. She grabs this big jug of cider and slams it onto the eggs. It's brilliant. That's awesome. It's so good. So he's, you know, you you get a sense that he's trying to like woo her and 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 things and she blew him off and uh he's not that interesting and stuff and he's still freaking out cuz he got injected with some random syringe yeah like i mean again it's been a pretty stressful day he's got these bad dreams about the girl with or the lady with the red hair she Mm -hmm. went to go see her doctor now suddenly got injected into the bum like he saw a guy die like it's been a tough day now you're back at work and uh i I should mention too sorry quickly yeah when when ozzy is dying um the people that come to his aid are all these mall mascots (laughs) that's right and are all these fucking furry costumes. So chances are there's a whole <laughs> subset of like new phobias oh, and yeah. like psychoses that are going to be part oh, of dude. his like, yeah. Because as he's dying, it's from his perspective and he's looking up and there's like a, a fucking penguin, a crocodile, <laughs> a lion or something. Totally. As he's dying, he's no like, kidding. what's going on? <laughs> he does not move silently into that night. Hey, man. <laughs> No, it is. It's pretty bad. Yeah. So, um, hey, Mister, what is it, Mister? Uh, oh, from Gary and his demons. Oh, Mister Strives. Oh, that's. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I oh wish we god. could find a way to cover that somehow. Oh, that is a great show. It's Anyone who's so not seen uh, Gary and his demons, please do. It's yeah. Canadian, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just like short, fifteen-minute like clips. Oh, uh, so it is good. so amazingly funny, and just oh uh, the dialogue. Yeah. Season one, anyway. If you yeah. have like a little yeah. bit of time to just chip away, fantastic. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, <clears throat> so he's doing his job. He's That's thinking right. like things with Wendy are not going that great. That's he's right. just trying to get through it. It's yeah. been super stressful, and then suddenly, who shows up? The, the woman from the dream. Yep. Exactly. Yep. And uh, he freaks out. <laughs> <laughs> so good well she's dressed exactly the same like it's like a predictable dream so does jack have like psychic powers can he see in the future maybe yeah how is that going to serve him later well he later he um he becomes uh part of the minority report trio and predicts cybercrime no anyway no but seriously like i think like if he's going to help talk he's going to try to rescue him like think about the end yeah. There could be something that he could use out of this. I think it's kind of neat. Like, yeah, actually. how do you have such a specific <laughs> cognitive experience oh where like, you actually see what's going to happen directly in the future? Yeah. Anyway. So, so he, he starts ringing up her stuff, but yeah. at the same time, Tuck is trying to orientate himself. He doesn't know what's going on. 
So he um, he's trying to boost his signal by uh, affecting this electromagnet booster. Correct. Yeah. And what it does, though, as he's every time he activates this electromagnet booster, is yep. he sh- he sends a, what must be an electrical signal that affects directly the till. Right. And so everything's coming up wrong. Yeah. It's like things are being rung up for $1,000, $5,000, $10,000. It works out exactly like, like his nightmare. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, there's a bunch of fun questions to it along the way. Like, yeah. oh, is that price with or without the coupons? Like it's, you know. Uh, I don't care that cash on me, sweetie. Exactly. And then she pulls out her gun, but it turns out it's a lighter mm-hmm. and she does it to smoke. But of course, doesn't matter. Jack is like in full blown. Panic mode. He's yeah. like grabs a bunch of the aspirin that she purchased, stuffs them in, and starts chewing them. Like honestly, again, his physical comedy is so incredibly it's good in this. So good. Yeah, he takes yeah. the whole bottle. He starts chewing it. Yeah. Uh, he's hyperventilating. <laughs> Wendy slaps him in the face, and then basically uh, they ba- stick yeah. him back into a room because they need yeah. to get him contained. Yeah. And this is where Tuck decides to use the optic nerve. That's at least to see what he's doing. So yeah. he's in his boss's office. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, it all kind of becomes clear that's right he he recognizes or rather doesn't recognize the individuals that um good old jack is looking at who is the store manager who is hilarious and i know him from two things okay oh tons of stuff but the ones that really stand out is he's in the burbs with uh, tom hanks he's he's part of the the i think it's the kovac family or whatever sure yeah and um blues brothers as the lead (laughs) nazi (laughs) oh Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's a fun one. That's a fun one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So um, they're kind of working out that Jack is having a massive meltdown. And so he basically tells Jack to go and, and just take the rest of the day off. Right. And sends him home. Yes. Um, but Jack decides to go to his, to see the doctor first. Right. Because he's freaking out. He's and freaking so, out. you know, as he's in the elevator and he's like kind of riding oh up, God. everyone's like, you know, so Tuck is trying to talk to him. Like, hey, yeah. can you hear me? Yeah. Hello. Yeah. And then he's looking around to kind of see who's, who's talking to him. Yeah. And no one is. And it's just, a, <laughs> it's wonderful because like, you know that this is all like voiceover stuff and they've sort of yeah. giving him the prompts. Yeah. But the way that he's looking at people like, are you speaking to me? Yeah. Like, it's great. He, it's he so is, he's got good. such a, um, there's no guile in his no. acting. He no. plays naive incredibly well. Yeah, he does. Yeah. But he ends up in the waiting room. Waiting right. With his doctor. And who's there? Well, Andrea Martin. Yeah. Uh, and Joe Flaherty. Correct. Yeah. yeah it was really cool. Like, yeah. I, I think you probably picked them specifically like, Hey, yeah. we're in San Francisco, San Francisco. It's a free flight. Yeah. Like I want my, my friends to come and like film yeah. with me. Yeah. And of course they didn't really have a big contribution, but yeah. just kind of a nice, like little nod. I love it. Yeah. 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 For sure. Absolutely. Uh, and so, um, oh geez. Is, is Joe Dante connected to back to the future in any way, shape or form? No. No, no, not at all. Because Joe Flaherty is in Back to the Future 2. Mm, so that's an afterthought, right? Oh, like, okay. so Back to the Future 2 happens in what, 80, probably same year. I don't think that there was a reason for it. Well, but Spielberg was a part of Inner Space. Well, he's also part of, like, he's the producer also for Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Right. So I wonder if Spielberg saw, um, or maybe had a conversation with Joe Flaherty. And it went a little something <clears> like this. No. No, uh, nothing like that at all. Uh, I don't. I don't think Joe Flaherty carried a lot of cachet. Yeah. Like there was a point yeah. in the '80s where he was kind of a bigger-ish deal, yeah. and probably tried to do some stuff, and has lots of cameos. Like I'm thinking of like 
uh, Happy I mean, Gilmore Happy or Gilmore, yeah. yeah, I mean he's around, but he's just he never really kind of like landed the plane, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not in the same way like a Martin Short would have. That's true. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Martin Short, he's hearing. <laughs> That's so good. He's hearing Tuck in his ear, but he yep. doesn't know what's going on. And eventually kind of ascertains that he is possessed. Right. Yeah. And he has like that whole thing. I'm possessed. Um, so good. But the nice thing is doctor comes in almost immediately. He's like, you know what? I think you can rule out demonic possession because yeah. uh, they don't talk to you. They talk through you. Uh, <laughs> he happens to be like an old world scholar of both biblical and like the new world. Like, great. yeah, it's oh, just. I love it. He was pretty good. I actually really like his doctor in this. So mm -hmm. anyway, um, finally he's getting some information from Tuck, like Tuck speaking to him yeah. and he's acknowledging it. And basically yeah. he's like, he's freaked out. So it's time to go back to his apartment. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he's like, I just have hysteria. It's not so bad. He gets yeah. into his apartment. He sits down. TV. Yeah. Yeah. He sits in his chair. <laughs> he's just kind of like trying to put the whole thing away. And yet, yeah. uh, Tuck has to assert himself. Yeah. So, so what does Tuck do? He, um, Tuck uses his, um, technology to launch, uh, like an EMP of Correct. sorts yeah. and explodes his TV. Right. Yeah. And it shoots the VCR tape out the window. <laughs> it's hilarious because that actually allows the delivery guy to show up later yeah. with his tape. Yeah, that's right. So I think short is finally starting to believe that yeah. there is someone inside him. Correct. And, um, there's some proof. Ooh, excuse me. Uh, Oh, speaking <laughs> yeah. of proof, like yeah. 45 proof. Uh, the whiskey, yeah. the American whiskey, American. No kidding. It's American whiskey, American. <laughs> yeah, it is. Where does it come from? Is it from like China Tim or Cup. no? I oh, wait, know. it's, uh, from the U S yeah. <clears throat> anyway. Yes. So delivery um, guy shows up Yeah. So and he's delivering the tickets for his cruise. That's right. Yeah. Well, like that's pretty good. Like research, you know, for a, um, an undercover kind of, uh, assassin operative. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, um, Tuck warns Jack that this delivery guy is actually, um, uh, like nefarious. Yeah. Don't trust him. He's not a messenger. Yeah. And so, um, Martin Short, uh, clobbers the guy yep. and runs out and heads to Tuck's apartment. But it's interesting that you start to get some real sense that like Jack's not completely as, um, wimpy as he makes himself out mm -hmm. to be right. Like mm -hmm. he actually like catches the gun, knees him in the balls, takes yeah. the gun and hits him with the butt of it right in the temple or not yeah. in the temple, but at least in a nerve center, like yeah. to knock him out. Yeah. So Jack's actually hyper capable. Yeah. He just has no confidence. That's right. So one of the best things that happens is like Tuck enables Jack to become yeah. a better person. He's his conscience. Well, of sorts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you start to see it sort of develop. Yeah. And I think, I almost wonder like if Tuck is, he sees the moldable clay of Jack. Maybe. I don't know. Mm. Anyway. What's nice about Jack is he executes very well, yeah. better than the average bear. Cause there's no way like a normal like person who's not militarily trained or doesn't have those instincts oh, would yeah. be this good, this quick. Yeah. Um, but again, he's actually quite adept. That's right. Uh, so he leaves, he, um, makes his way over to, uh, the, is, does he go to the lab? Or well, no, no, no. He's so he's heading down the stairs yeah. and I go shows up. Oh yeah. And then the heart goes racing. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, adrenaline is all over the place. He's running off. Um, and then that heart race starts to affect Tuck That's and right. Tuck gets caught in the bloodstream Yeah. and he almost goes into his heart. That's right. Yeah. But he has to use a grappling hook, yeah. locks it in mm -hmm. and, uh, he manages to avoid getting out of there, but you get a sense now, like 
being part of the body and i love the practical effects in this like you can oh. see like the blood um oh like the red God. blood cells and everything so kind of flowing good. down it's yeah. neat like it's really well done considering it it's not high budget none of it's digital obviously nope but um yeah you really get the sense that the body is volatile and he yes. has to be really careful about where he goes and how he manages himself and he's navigating things do you ever get worried about all the holes that Tuck is carving into Jack. Yeah, like what's that spillage look like? Like yeah. what's the long-term effect of like just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like cutting some spaces and just getting yeah. through things. Whereas like, oh, yeah, oh, my cholesterol's in my eye. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that kind of Blood shit can happen. Here. No, yeah. Yeah. no, there's no pluses, but yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, like, uh, and well said, like all the practical effects of the internal mm-hmm. kind of Jack stuff is wonderful. Um, so I think he goes to his apartment first. Well, I, th- I think he goes to get his car and then he, uh, okay. Tuck tells him it to go to the lab. lab. Yeah. It he says, lab, get there. Sorry. And yeah. then, um, yeah. once he gets there, then he can at least like let them know what happened. Yeah. That he's been injected into his body. Yeah. And they can come up with a plan. Yeah. Uh, and That's they do. Right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, so they're like, great. Thank you. Uh, come sit. We're going to discuss what the action plan is. Uh, but Tuck doesn't really trust Robbie. Well, it's not Robbie. It's Pete. Pete. I'm sorry. That's okay. Don't worry. So for sure. Like he gets in there. So Robbie's in there. Uh, Robertson. (laughs) Like he's doing the soundtrack. He's quite good. But, um, no, you're, you're hundred percent right. Like he's like, he's like, uh, he's a two-faced son of a bitch. He really doesn't trust. And his name is Pete Blanchett. That's it. So, uh, okay. Like Kate. (laughs) Yeah. So for sure, like he goes yeah. back to the lab, he's kind of escorted in that wormy guy, like mm-hmm. totally escorts him about. And then for sure, Pete's like, Hey, look, you know, we can figure this out. Um, and he kind of gives a little bit of a spill of the egg. So like when he, when Pete and wormy yeah. go off to talk separately, mm-hmm. uh, Tuck says, okay, well let's amplify the sound so we can hear what's going on. Yeah. And this is where, uh, they kind of give away like, you know what? Um, no matter what, he's going to run out of air. That's right. So fuck Tuck. Yeah. And we'll just use him to draw out. The bad guys. Yeah. So, because the bad guys have the miniaturization chip. Right. They stole this. At that's least they right. got that one piece for yeah. sure. So this is Margaret what, Kanker. Kanker. Kanker sore. <laughs> that's right. Um, as to why they cannot re enlarge because it's a, it, they need both chips. Yeah. And they explained that earlier on. So, they're going to make more prototypes later, but yeah. for now, they're just going to use this to like capture the bad guys. Yeah. So, except, so, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, well, but, but that's it. They accept the fact that. Uh, there's nothing they can do for Tuck. He's dead. Well, but this isn't good for Tuck. Like he wants yeah. to live. Oh yeah. So he comes up with his own plan, which is get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Take my coat, yeah. use my keys, get my convertible and oh. let's go find Lydia. Is there a more beautiful car? Oh gosh. This is like, um, Mustang. it's a Mustang. It's a 66. It's like, Gorgeous. it's a 500 horsepower. It's like the nice hard lines, like not the smoothie yeah, lines that yeah. come out later in like the mocks of the seventies. Yeah. This is a beautiful, beautiful vehicle and a lot of poop. It gets around. Oh yeah. So Jack's got the keys. He hops in the car. He's going to go find Lydia and get himself out of here. And what's the one ask that he has? Do you remember? Uh, No pain. No pain. That's right. Promise me something. No pain. Don't do anything weird to me. Like, I mean, it's interesting because what's that phobia from? Like, I think there's always been kind of like a different point in in the development of science and in medicine where there was probably things that weren't ideal. And I think whenever you're dealing with these, um, like you're inside a body and there's so much unknown yeah. and you're like, okay, well, if anything happens, like don't cause a seizure, don't, don't make me hurt for this yeah. because when you're inside, you're incredibly vulnerable. Oh yeah. So I think that's a really very 
honest and realistic probably ask of anyone who would oh, have yeah. someone injected into themselves like yeah. don't don't fuck me up like this is the only body i've got yeah i think it's a, it's kind of a it's a layered ask yeah but i think it's a probably very honest ask like i, I wonder so. if, yeah i wonder if they ever just said to him like hey look if someone was injecting your body what was the one thing you wouldn't want them to do and he was probably like well i think the character of jack putter would yeah. say like i've I'm, I'm a hypochondriac like don't make me worse yeah yeah exactly yeah so that makes sense yeah so they actually they go to tuck's apartment correct before they look for lydia yeah and uh, so they go there, and and um, Jack gets to see this shitty apartment. <laughs> it's littered. It's garbage. It's gross. Totally. Um, and um, the first thing that uh, Tuck wants to do is he's like, "I need a drink." You sure. Need a drink. Yeah. Yep. So there is some high functioning alcoholism. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And there's like a bunch of hidden bottles. Around. Oh, yeah. Like some, some of them are empty, uh, but one of them is full. So yeah. eventually like Jack takes a pull uh, of which Chuck is able to some capture comfort. some. And then there's yeah. more like uh, Motown. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fun. Like it's twisting the night away. That's it's fun. Awesome. The dances are classic Grimly, like classic. Martin Short. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they're having fun. I and mean, he yeah. doesn't lean into that too much. So I, I kind of give him this one throwaway on that. Yeah. You've. Do you find the 80s that a lot of movies had kind of a dance number? I'm uh, like Twist like, and Shout and like yeah. um, uh, Ferris Bueller? Once Bitten. There's there's a dance oh, yeah. sequence in there. There's I, there's more. Is it um, Michael Jackson? Did he ruin all movies by trying to like put more thriller into every <laughs> film? Remember okay. Die Hard when uh, McLean rocks out? <laughs> that's it. But um, I feel like that that's a very 80s thing is to have like a like a a dance number and I don't know where that comes from but it's just it's interesting uh, it's kind of an int- yeah it's a, like a filler of sorts yeah. or it's a way to humanize people and you know instead of leaning into 80s music I actually really like they lean into 50s Motown oh yeah I mean if you had to choose a genre oh. I mean that's my like, favorite music to listen to that's when I'm like brilliant. doing cleaning or just yeah. like wanting to try to be more upbeat like it makes things that are not palatable so palatable because yeah. it's just so fun and like energetic and, yeah, that's yeah, exactly right yeah so anyway, they're dancing away. Uh, Tuck finally says like, hey, Jack, I've never seen you. Yeah. Like, let's go to a mirror and take a look at what you look like. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. He does. Yep. And then there's, there's this moment that you talked about earlier where um, uh, I think Tuck recognizes that um, Jack, who mentions he doesn't drink very much. Mm-hmm. And so he's drunk. And so he's like, are you drunk? He's like, no, no, I'm fine. He's like, slap yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. He's doing the Tuck Pendleton method. And so he's like, slap. And so he slaps himself like four times or something. Yeah. The Jack, Jack Potter machine. Yeah. No, zero defects. Zero defects. Yeah, yeah. It's I nice. Like, it it kind of brings him into his world. I think that's yeah. a total truism for sure. Uh, so um, he realizes that he needs more help. Yes. And so he's going to go find Lydia. So we cut to Lydia, yeah. who is in her bullpen as yeah. a reporter. Yeah. And she's working with her editor. Who is like, he looks like our friend Blaine, mm-hmm. like our family friend. who's like maybe like a taller sort of like skinnier not that blaine's fat yeah uh, not that he listens to this so i don't really have to apologize <laughs> for anything but um yeah i mean he's in there he's in the bullpen yeah. and um basically she recognizes that ozzy's been like killed so yeah. she she knows that he's a science guy yeah. and then interestingly they hear like this weird like the guy comes in one of their her um associates yeah and mentions that the cowboy is coming to town oh yeah and who is the cowboy so cut to the cowboy oh on a plane. God. It's so good. What what's this actor's name? He's 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 um uh the, oh, he's the on, he's doctor on, on Voyager. He's, yeah, he's in bloody everything. I love this guy. What the 
this is such a strange, like odd movie for him because like, not even an odd movie, but an odd character, because like you say, he plays very, um, articulate, very specific, very like, um, I don't know, like it almost rolls of authority. And in this one, like as the cowboy, he's got, (laughs) there must've been a wig. Like truthfully, because like that is a terrible wig. If he's got Jack's hair later, that is a terrible wig. Like what's his name? Robert Picardo. Oh, well, like Jean-Luc Picardo. Ooh. Well, he's, he's been in a fair few. is another guy who needs a wig. Oh yeah. Picard. Uh, (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Uh, He's also in, um, I was watching it recently in the Orville. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He plays a character there. I really like the Orville, by the way. Oh. It's really good. Well, it, I thought it was supposed to be mostly spoofy, but it apparently well, gets more credible as time yeah. goes on. The first season is fully spoofy. Okay. The, the two and three was like, hands down, excellent. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I really, really like it. Anyway, okay. Rob Ricardo is very funny. He's a, a brilliant actor. And yep. so um, he's the cowboy and you see him on the plane and um, he's, <laughs> I don't even know, what is the accent? Like, where is he from? Oh, uh, Albanian. Like it could be anything. It's so funny. And so he he sits down and he lights up a stogie yeah. in on the plane. And you, the person next to him is like, <coughs> and the steward, stewardess. Uh, sexy right, stew. Sexy stew known. comes yeah. by and says, uh, I'm sorry, sir. There's no smoking. You have to put that cigar out. And he goes, no problem. And uh, he, he, he doesn't even like wet his palm. He just puts that cigar out on his flesh. But this is also alluded to later in his yeah, famous yeah, tolerance right. for pain. That's right. Yeah. And uh, what I love is that not only does he take the, the you know, uh, burnt out cigar and pops it into the guy's pocket, the guy next to him. Yeah. But then he, he ends the scene with him smelling the burning flesh. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing like the smell of a good cigar. Seriously. I know. That's so good. It's pretty fun. Like, it must have yeah. been like, let him open to do what he wanted do to do with wants. that moment. Yeah. Um, so no, it is pretty good. Mm-hmm. So anyway, you, um, you see Meg Ryan, she's leaving like to go to the airport yeah. and then finally like Jack's driving along in the, yeah. uh, Mustang yeah. and honks. Yeah. And so Meg comes over, she's questioning him. She's like, Hey, this is like Tuck Pendleton's car. Does he know you have his car? Yeah. And then also you're wearing his jacket. Like there's a lot of additional factors. So yeah. they end up discussing these things at a restaurant at lunch. Yeah. yeah. I love the, um, whenever it shows from Tuck's perspective, looking through uh, Jack's eyes. Yeah. Uh, I lo- I always love that because then like you can hear kind of Jack like swallowing the water and stuff like that. Right. Like you get all this internal kind of Foley. Yeah. It's very awesome. And you know, like she's, they don't really get into this too much mm. ahead of time, but she yeah. is, she's a good reporter. Yeah. She asks tough questions. She knows yeah. her business and she's really kind of putting like Jack on the spot. Yes. And so, <clears throat> you know, uh, Tuck is giving him coaching. He's like, Hey, don't be a wuss puss. Like, you know, yeah. you need to be like me. Assertive. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, um, so anyway, he's really nervous. He decides to go to the washroom and uh, there's a kind of a fun scene where he's talking to his penis or what seems like he's talking to his penis, although he is <laughs> to, talking to Jack, to Jack. or like, to, uh, Tuck. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. So, so Jack is peeing and he's talking to Tuck and he's looking down while he's doing it. Right. And so there's this guy next to him <laughs> who says, play with it, pal. Don't talk to it. <laughs> I mean, it's a fair, it's a fair that's, assertion. That's good advice. I mean, that's that, our family. That's motto. life. And, no kidding. It's on our crest. <laughs> yeah. it, you know, our tartan has like, <laughs> yeah, no, play with it. Sure. Don't talk to it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, um, they, um, he comes back out of the washroom. Yeah. But who shows up? 
is uh, uh, Igo. How does Igo find him? How does Igo find him? Like, it's not really well explained. Like, he just kind of shows up out of nowhere. He's there. How random is that? Like, there's no- Well, he loves the takeout. I guess. He was there to just like- a fancy restaurant. Hey, what the fuck? But but like, they never show him kind of like following or tracking um, Martin Short down. Nope. He just shows up. Totally. Yeah. It's it's like a total device. It's a a ghost in the machine for sure. Do have have we missed a scene where we meet the villain in this? No, not yet. I'll not get yet. there. It's Scrimshaw. Oh, he comes Scrimshaw, up. Yeah. He's he's next. He's coming oh, once I they see, capture I him see. and then put him in the freezer truck and then yeah. Okay. Anyway, so they capture him and they put him in a freezer truck. There you go. Uh, after <laughs> like uh, uh, Meg Ryan pulls out a taser. Yeah. Uh, but it's not effective. She actually ends up like hitting Jack. Yeah. And then actually knocking out Tuck. Yeah. Because there's a power surge that goes through. Anyway, right. so they see uh, him gets pulled out. He goes into a truck. There's a Igo's truck. fucking car gets towed for some oh, reason. <laughs> like, if there's anyone for like, who can he's access been there, a handicap sticker. He's been there for five seconds. He's missing a limb. I know. Yeah, they tow right. his fucking car. That's nah, bullshit. Yeah. Uh, but yes, he gets, he steals a truck. He puts Jack in the back. He's totally freezing. And then eventually Tuck's system re, uh, reboots. Iterates. Yeah. And he can see that he's freezing. Yeah. He can hear I, from I just anyway. had to mention, when Igo has the unconscious Martin Short, yeah. he does another like, kidney move where um oh, he's going to the truck the truck the, driver yeah the driver's like hey what are you doing and he like hits him in the kidney and then knocks him out with like jack's legs oh <laughs> yeah spins and like yeah punches him with yeah it's it's good it's, it's actually really so good, good. totally yeah. anyway so um, yes yeah and then Iko decides to put on some headphones yeah. and travels out to meet uh the main bad of the yeah. whole thing yeah. which is mr scrimshaw Mm-hmm. And he's someone who is interested in miniaturization, mm-hmm. but uh, is only there to like do something with the cowboy, yeah. make some cash, yeah. and then get the fuck out. He just That's wants some money. Yeah. yeah. He's an intermediary. Yes. He's um, kind of an arms dealer of sorts. I guess so. Well, the cowboy's an arms dealer. I don't, I, he's a, a He's just supplier. kind of like a, uh, he's the money man. He's the money man. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, yeah. So he, um, uh, he gets into the back of the freezer truck with Jack. Right. Uh, and he's in what's what's his license plate for the vehicle? Sub zero for some reason. I don't know. I, I it's because of his freezer business, I think. I guess. But he's also a huge fan of like um the running, the running man. man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now yeah. less than zero. Just zero. No. Okay. Yeah. He likes him cute and cuddly. Uh, um <laughs> sub zero. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Professor Sub Zero. Yeah. What? Professor of what? I don't know. Professor of um Killology? Killology, <laughs> which is uh, an elective you can take. Well, that's it, but you don't get full credit for it. No, 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 no. But, the practicum is brutal. No, no, okay. yeah. The labs are awesome. <laughs> so people just take it for, you know, a lot of, a lot of kill rooms that have been developed based on that's killology. It. It's yeah. part of the business degree. Uh, is Professor killology. Dexter. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> quite, quite good. Very thorough. Very thorough. Uh, okay, so uh, Jack's in the freezer. He's freezing. Yes. Uh, and he's super cold. And so... Um, uh, he gets a blanket and then uh, Scrimshaw, Scrimshaw yeah yeah is talking about his history and comes why in with his fur ass. like he's a yeah. he's like you know a rich guy and like yeah. they say like you know space is useless yeah uh, everything else is junk but the but miniaturization is the future that's it uh, and then basically Tuck kind of builds up uh, Jack a little bit he's like yeah. hey look you know what the door's open it's unlocked let's do this thing yeah. and he comes running at the door to try to jump out and yeah. I don't know what the fuck his plan is after that really but then luckily Lydia's there. Yeah. And she's been following him because she sort of saw when Scrimshaw got into the vehicle and she's been yeah. trailing kind of Igo when he was going off to meet that's Scrimshaw. Right. That's right. So she's been trailing, 
finally, like the door is open, uh, and now Jack has an opportunity to escape. Yeah. So she um, drives the Mustang up close by. Yep. And there's a whole like Stooges thing here where oh yeah, he's got to avoid cars. He's balancing on one and the other, and he's fighting off Grimshaw. And eventually, he ends up falling into the convertible, and they drive off. And Scrimshaw can't contact Igo because he's busy listening to his S- slam metal. I don't slam, know. Aussie I, slam metal. I mean, basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all Rocky! about like it's all yeah. about killing koalas and like you know yeah. like eucalyptus yeah. leaves. I don't know. I don't ever. Pretty much. They're called Crazy. the fair dinkums. Ah, that's it. It's yeah. all it's it's Bogod Rock. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So yes. Um so yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh they, they take off. Yeah. Uh, but they know they have to get back to the cowboy. Yes. So it's um they take off. Yeah. They make a big move. They go to the hotel. That's right. And then they decide that that cowboy is the fence. They want to get a room that's exactly close to him. So they can hear every move that he makes. <laughs> oh Cowboy's listening to like awesome music. He's prepping <laughs> oh for God. his night out. He's working on his hair dryer. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> basically boots and uh, it's so good. So he heads off to a club called Club Inferno. Yes. And um, Jack and Lydia follow. That's right. But who do they see there when they get there? Is a front. Yeah. It's it, Wendy. It's Wendy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so. Yeah. She's shocked. She's shocked to see Jack because yeah. she's always like assumed he was a bit of a dud and kind of a square. Yeah. Turns out he's like dressed up in like Tuck's coat. Yeah. He looks cool. I, I, he looks like not that cool but he's like boxy and stuff but cooler cooler yeah. but yeah but yeah she's like she's all over him suddenly there's this huge change in like her approach and i love that she's like because she's being super honest with him she's like I, I i can't believe this. this is so cool you're probably like the only guy at the store that i haven't slept with super flattering <laughs> yeah but lydia's tactical right so she's dancing yeah. with the cowboy she's trying yeah. to seduce him a little bit yeah um he flings his hat oh my god swings his like oh and the foley on the rope swing yeah like <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty funny. It's so good. Oh my god! So um, yeah, she's seducing him, and yep. he's got the best, like, kind of monologue. Women love me, but you know that already. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my it's god! So it's, good. That's so, really it's a terrific line. Yeah, she's trying to seduce him, uh, and so he decides to leave with Lydia. Right. And he's gonna pursue, and Wendy's like, "Hey, are, are we call, me? call yeah. me?" And he's like, "Ah." But it's pretty good. Like, you know what? Yeah. He's so busy with his mission that he's not being the desperate kind of yeah. like looking for a connection from yeah. someone else. And I think this is the kind of like withdrawal that with certain people who are kind of broken. Yeah. That really appeals to. So like Wendy's all in now. She's suddenly like yeah. massively attracted to him. She thinks yeah. he's like got prospect. Yeah. But but he's just focused on like really Lydia, who he, he thinks is. is a much better option for him. For oh, sure. Yeah. So th- th- that's kind of neat. Like they don't. They play with it, but there's not really. Actually, Jack gets angry at Tuck. There's a bittersweet point yeah, to this whole thing. Anyway, Absolutely. So, and I think that's a conversation while he's following the cowboy is yep. like, Lydia's too good for you. You're you're a son of a bitch. And he's actually trying to hit Tuck. So, somewhere in his himself. body. <laughs> yeah, though, you're right. It's it's on the drive back to the hotel. And he's like, yeah. you know what? She could do better. Like, you're yeah. not a great person for her. Yeah. And what's also happening though is that Tuck is stimulating his adrenal glands That's so that he's right. more angry. That's right. So he's kind of responding to it, but I think he's also recognizes, although it's not as well like defined as you probably would know from like uh, Lydia and Tuck's history. Yeah. How bad he's been to her, how many missed opportunities he's maybe not done. Yeah. yeah. But for sure, he kind of see it just from like a, a, a mile high. 
yeah. that he's not doing a great job. So yes, he go back to the hotel. Um, and then he like trying to find the right door to go see <laughs> yeah. the cowboy. He's going to hammer on the door. Not that one. <laughs> Wrong door. <laughs> the Wrong door. Yeah. That's so good. So he has him hammering on the cowboy's door and the cowboy answers. And he's just in like a banana hammock yep. and cowboy boots. And hey, Jack, don't knock, huh? Come on in. Come on in. Knocks him out with one punch. One punch. Yeah. Yeah. So it sort of starts a trend too, where you see this later where he's like, you know what? Tucker's going to give me the strength to do yeah. anything I want yeah, to. Yeah. And it's like. That's right. He, in his mind, it's not him. He's not like, he doesn't have this on his own, but truthfully he does. It always has. And so, um, yeah, Jack's development is really interesting in this. Like he, he really finds himself and there's a nice realization later where he's trying to fight and he's again, relying on Tuck. He doesn't need it. And he he kind of sees it first for the first time. So this is really good. Anyway, they, they knock the cowboy out, tie him up, put him in the tub. Yeah. But then the, then this is where this weird reference earlier about face replication, uh, comes into play. No, no, no. It's okay. Like, uh, they kind of throw it away, but during that, even before Tuck is shrunk. Yeah. It's Oz. He's kind of like, Hey, well, what about the face recognition program? And he's like, yeah, yeah. We'll worry about it later. Planting the seeds. Yeah. That's pretty good. It does. It's a nice backstitch, but it's mostly maybe like a way to tie in what's going to happen. And it's like, a they're building the device for future use. That's right. Yeah. So yes, go ahead. Oh no! So he, they look at the cowboy like, "Oh no, stop! Take a look at his face." Yeah. And then suddenly, this is getting get weird. And so there's a whole like swirly, twirly, like uh, army of darkness kind of like <laughs> face adjustment, yeah. which is cool. But yeah. also, Lydia can't process it because she has no idea exactly what Tuck and Jack's relationship is, and he's just a guy she who's supposed to be helping Tuck. That's right. She still doesn't know that Tuck is inside Jack. Correct. Yeah. So yes. Uh, so he, he, um, Tuck manages to transform Jack's face into that of the cowboy. Yes. And, um, it's brilliant. So what they're going to do is infiltrate this by to get the chip, uh, to get Tuck out, obviously. So Jack is going to pretend to be the cowboy. And Lydia has a struggle with it, but then she sees yeah. the cowboy in the tub and she's like, look, I want to do the things that yeah. Tuck always said he talked about but I could never do. And so yeah. she wants to do the same adventure. So she decides like, yes, I'm going to go with you yes. and we're going to do this adventure together, which is probably good because Jack doesn't have a lot of experience in sort of subterfuge. Mm-hmm. And at least Lydia as a reporter probably understands how to play a role. Yeah. So anyway, off they go. They're going to go meet the cowboy uh, yeah. or the cowboy gets picked up at the hotel room That's right. and brought to this meeting with Scrimshaw. Yeah. And also horny Dr. Kanker. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, so they're at, uh, Scrimshaw's, um, kind of estate or wherever it is. Yeah. And they're going to have some brunch and, uh, Jack's doing his best to kind of convince, uh, Scrimshaw that he is the cowboy, but Lydia's there as well. Right. And, um, so they're sitting down, they're having some lunch and chatting away. And eventually, um, the cowboys or, or rather, uh, they have this fake gold tooth. Right. That starts to, um, pull out as soon as he pulls out the chip. Uh, Jack starts to fumble a bit. Yes, that's and, right. Yeah. And so I think like Scrimshaw suspects something. So he's yeah. like, Hey, uh, have you heard about the Cowboys legendary tolerance for pain? Like we kind of talked about before, like this is yeah. the backstitch. And then, you know, instead of some champagne, let's have some real pain. Oh yeah. And so then I go pulls out his blowtorch yeah. and then, uh, Jack freaks out. Like, and yeah. he starts to like lose his mind and his like body is shifting. And it's kind of like, um, uh, I, not uh, uh, run, not Running Man, but um, um, the one on Mars. 
Oh, Total Recall. Right. It's yeah. got a very Total Recall Too kind of weak. like ah, ah, ah. yes, with a like face yeah. mask yeah, like yeah. kind of dissolves. Right. So yes, he goes crazy. Uh, and then the whole like fight scene. Yeah. Um, the chip gets lost. The dog eats it. They can't find it. Oh, but then they fight in the dog food, and then eventually they're locked up. Yeah, they're so, locked up, and so they're in this kind of basement. Right. That's Lydia and Jack. Right. But um, at that point, um, they share kind of an intimate moment, and then Jack kisses Lydia. Right, which means that she transfers, uh, he transfers, like, uh, Tuck into Lydia. Lydia, yeah. And then uh, Tuck gets to learn some stuff. But, yeah. But yes, um, he finally admits that at least Tuck is in him. Like, so yeah. now that Lydia understands exactly what the parameters are yeah. and um, that he can communicate with Tuck directly, <clears throat> she's yeah. like, yeah, they kiss for sure. And then yeah. uh, suddenly, and again, it's kind of the giveaway, like Tuck can't reestablish contact, but it's because Jack asks for some privacy. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So right. um, then they go back to the evil lab, like they yeah. capture him, take him to the evil lab, and then Jack's put on a table. And yep. they're going to try to extract Tuck, uh, put him on a chair. They're going to miniaturize. I go, and they're going to get inside. They're going to get the chip oh, yeah. back. I go suit. His little like mech suit oh, is wild. Yeah. It's like a mech shark. Yeah. Like it's, it, it's cool. It looks good. It it's looks cool. very villainous. Yeah. And he's just like staring at Jack while he's like working the metal pinchers. <laughs> and then he's like, oh fuck. This is going to be fine. Yeah. There's not one bad thing that's going to happen about yeah. having this motherfucker in my body. I'm going to mess you up from yeah. the inside out. Yep. Basically. So Tuck, he's in Lydia still. Like yes, this right. attraction's not gonna be a big deal, but and he, he notices something that she's yeah, pregnant. She's pregnant. Oh, and yeah. she's gonna have a baby. Yeah. Yeah. And so um uh Jack still thinks that Tuck is inside him. So he's uh, he's strapped to a table, and at one point he busts out the restraints. Right. Thinking he has the strength. Exactly. Yeah, so there's yeah. this like theme for sure. That's Go cool. ahead. Uh but they miniaturize Igo and end up eject injecting, ejecting. Oh. Injecting. Oh my! <laughs> There's a lot of injecting. Oh, uh, I go into Jack's body. Right. Yeah, and um, uh, then Lydia manages to um, get trick. a gun. Yeah. Well, she tricks a um, uh, what is it like a, a that blonde security guard who passes security. out like the, three or four time. times. He's got like some sort of fainting. He's like it's one of those goats that you like. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> so he looks through her bag and he actually gets tasered as well. Right. He's she, like, hits yeah, the electricity. Uh, yeah. She That's grabs right. his gun. Yep. She ends up into the lab oh. and frees Jack and forces the bad guys into the miniaturization machine. And Jack can't quite figure out the device, but he manages yeah. to get it to 50% yeah. and close right. the door. Oh. So they do get shrunk and yeah. then they take off. They go back to the Volvo that has been driving them everywhere That's right. and take off and get out of here. Yeah. Uh, so they've uh, taken off, and and same thing. Like Jack is like, oh, um, um, Tuck's gonna give me strength, and so he he takes out a um, thug, right? Yeah, just by himself. And all the meanwhile, like Tuck is trying to establish to Lydia that he's yeah. in her body, not yeah. in Jack or in Tuck, uh, Jack's. Yeah. So he plays Cupid, yeah, like the the Sam Cooke song, yeah. And so she can kind of hear it, and uh, again, it's even though the Jack is like finished off those bad guys and kind of like, or the one guy anyway, yeah. um, it's kind of nice. Like he just, it's a way of him building confidence to know that it's him. It's not that he's being enhanced. Yeah. So yes, for sure. They try to get out of there. They, they want to escape. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. so they, they, I think they escape, but it turns out that um, Scrimshaw and Margaret have been reduced to 50%. Yes. And they make their way into the back of the car Correct. as they get away. <laughs> 
<laughs> and uh, this this sequence is brilliant. Oh my god! It's like yeah. with puppets, puppets and miniatures. And <laughs> <laughs> it's all my and favorite stuff. And, oh yeah, my god! Oh my god! It's, <laughs> it's super funny. So there's it's like puppet so hands covering eyes, yeah. and it looks like a v- ventriloquist dummy is like kicking Jack <laughs> yeah. in the face. Like you it's know, insignificant pipsqueak. <laughs> totally. Until eventually you get to the pier, they run off the end, they crash in the sand, and then yeah. like uh, everyone gets out. And he, he's uh, been following. No, is it? No, it's Lydia's. Is it Pete or Pete, is it Pete Lydia's? was following because there was like a little bit of a curve that yes. happens when they leave the lab, like that's right. uh, the bad lab. Yeah, I don't know how Pete happens to be there. I think she calls him. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Send yeah. send him to here. Yeah. So anyway, he's coming there. They run out. He follows. Yeah. They get to the uh, pier. Um. Then Pete takes him back to the main lab, and he's in like a K car, like a souped up Chrysler, whatever. Yeah. So they race there. He's screaming through. They get to the lab. They well, have well, limited time. Go during ahead. that race, though, yeah. uh, I go met. Well, they they kiss again, and so Tuck is transferred back into Martin Short. Correct, and he can hear now. And he see. can hear now. And Tuck, or rather, Jack warns him that there is somebody else inside him oh, looking for him. That's right. They know that I, uh, I go is in, and he's yeah. coming around. There's a whole fight scene where um, uh, I go is like sabotaging Tuck's uh, pod. Yeah. Igo has to eject, yes. so he eventually gets out, but he comes yeah. back and he starts to sabotage the um, air supply. That's right. The band air yeah. supply. So uh, <laughs> I'm all out of love. No, uh, keep going. I'm so lost without you. Yeah. Uh, so um, Tuck manages to kind of wrestle Igo into the stomach. Yes. And uh, he sees all the stomach acid. Right. <laughs> and uh, But he needs lots more. And so he starts freaking out Jack. I saw something inside yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, totally. So Jack is getting massive acid reflux. Yep. And uh, Tuck uses that to um, digest. And I his go. diehard line, which is yeah. amazing because it's very specific to the so time good, for advertising, yeah. is yeah. like, this is how I spell it, Leaf. Oh, and he kicks him. And it used to be a Tums ad. That's like, right. T-U-M-S. Like, Tum, to Tum, Tum, Tums. Yeah. So yeah, he, he b- boot, boots him into the stomach acid. Yeah. He totally burns. And it's the only line that Igo has is a, Wah! Yeah. And then he's dead. Sorry, what was that line? Wah! Sorry again? Wah! Okay, that's enough. Good. <laughs> All right. So uh, I'm, I'm amazed you could produce that noise. That is insane. It's actually pretty like. It's pretty good. It was very similar each time. It was. Yeah. yeah. It's like it a, was like. We're perfect every time. Yeah. Yeah. I have one skill. That's your superpower. That is my superpower. Yeah. I have yet to find mine. Uh, Maybe complacency. Uh, well, if you can't do... <laughs> then um, I do nothing. You got nothing. Yeah. So anyway, they're racing back to the lab. We know that Tuck has run out of air. He's yes. been actually using like a mask to try to preserve right. himself. Right. It looks really bad. Tuck's yeah. definitely going to die unless he doesn't die. Yeah. Uh, but the only way to get him out once they get him back to the lab is to use hairspray to cause allergies to get Jack oh to sneeze. <laughs> This is just like elaborate on elaborate. So and the best part was they give him the moose. moose. And it doesn't work. Uh, but eventually he does get hairspray. He sneezes. He yes. gets spit onto a set of glasses. That nerdy guy like uses tweezers. And yeah. eventually the guy with the bow tie, Professor Bowtie. Professor uh, they, Bowtie. They put him back in the reambigulator. Yeah. Then they use a trip to get him like back. He goes back to the size. Uh, Tuck is out. He's fine. Yeah. You know, you can tell that like Jack does love Lydia. He's really into her yeah, and there's a moment does. where like he sees her go to Tuck and he's like kind of partially hoping that she won't be that into him but yeah. she's completely into him and he's kind of resigned but he's also happy that Tuck lives and yeah. you know so eventually like 
they decide that you know they're gonna get married and they go off and have like a, a wedding. A wedding. Yep. Yeah. And, and then, so um yeah, yeah they have a wedding and Jack is the best man. Yep. I do love that moment. You're right when Jack sees them together embrace, but then Tuck goes right to Jack and embraces him too, and it's like ah, he it's diffuses cool. the whole thing. It was really smart actually. Yeah. So that's so, awesome. Yeah. So eventually, you know what? Um. They, they're about to take off on their honeymoon. Yep. Turns out that the cowboy is there. He's the driver. driver. And he's packed like uh, Scrimshaw and uh, Dr. Kanker into the back. <laughs> no, so yeah. you know, this is obviously, he, he notices the cowboy's cowboy boots, sees him leave like yeah. Jack does. Yeah. And, uh, but he has a nice line with three of the people in his life. Right. His they, doctor. Yep. His manager and Wendy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I love it. Yeah. yeah. And he kind of gives them like the whole kind of, you know, blow off for all of them. So he's no longer hypochondriac. So he's like, I'm cured. I'm cured. Uh, Wendy, not a chance. Not like a she's chance. like, well, I'm not saying like we could start dating, but not exclusively. exclusively. And he's like, yeah, no. And then finally he quits his job. Yeah. Just to kind of pursue this new confidence he's found. And it's yeah. pretty amazing. Jumps into um, Tuck's car. Yep. And pursues because he's going to save the day and even says it. Jack. Putter to the rescue. Right. Yeah. And then there's like another throwback to like, um, it's a Rod Stewart version of like Twisting the Night Away oh, by yeah, Sam yeah, Cooke yeah, as well. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. and that's, and that's the film. That's the movie. All right. All right. Let's, uh, let's make some cash. Let's do it. All right. Someone set a fire in your car because it took too long and I got bored. <laughs> Money, please. You know, Chris, we're pretty married to a lot of, um, Brick and mortar businesses. Sure. And you know what? We are missing. We are not really accessing the bleeding edge of technology. Ooh. Yeah. Tell me more. Is it so, G- chat GPT? Uh, there is aspects to that. Oh. Absolutely. Go but, on. Oh, yeah. And um, what we're not doing is really leveraging the local online businesses. Oh. And one that kind of takes kind of a more traditional online kind of format, but then mixes it into a current uh, piece of um, you know accessibility is um, reservoir blogs. <gasps> really? Tell yeah. me more. Well, it's um, expert advice from hardened criminals. You know, you're gonna hear some good information, but you know what, Mister Blonde is gonna give you a full earful. Oh, yeah. Oh, but you know what? Um, you can expect that Mister Pink will definitely not give you any tips. <gasps> On where to go, but uh, right, you can rely that Mr. Orange will have kind of a slightly skewed perspective, um, maybe a little um, undercover piece of advice. So, if you're looking for you know a place to learn where to do things, how to do things, Reservoir Blogs is where you need to go. Interesting. Yeah. You know, it's so funny because uh, they must have a side gig because mm. I want to tell you about a special business in Saint Albert. Uh, where, you know what, if you're looking oh, to capture that. the fun of summer, but with a little more edge, yeah. you need to try Reservoir Hot Dogs, <laughs> uh, where their slogan is, are you going to bark all day, little hot doggy, or are you going to bite your hot dog? <laughs> Our meat-based bun-wrapped offerings are made from real Mr. Pinkies, which are fingers. Uh, <clears throat> the ear of corn is actually made with real ears, and we have delicious coleslaw, the Joe Cabbage, uh, and... <laughs> You need to try the signature drink, which is a delicious, don't point that fucking gun at my daiquiri. Um, remember, if you don't feel it's like you have to tip because society says you have to, do it because if you don't, you'll be fucking killed. Reservoir hot dogs. Hot dogs. Hot dogs. Wow. It, and 
I, I have to say that was unplanned. That was unplanned, <laughs> but not too shabby. Not too All shabby. right. All right, takeaways. Holy smokes, that was a long one. Wow. But I think it was it was good. I love I love that movie. And oh, um same. there's no real parenting like from a direct parenting. Like who's uh, who are the responsible folks in all this thing? I guess like like Tuck definitely takes Jack under his wing. Sure. And kind of I don't know, like um shepherds him. You could almost say kind of parents him, like gives him confidence, um, talks him up. Yep. Uh, it's utility at the start, but then he really believes in Jack's abilities later well, on well he shows some cool potential right like he yeah. gets out of some tough scrapes yeah and he does it just on command so i think this is something where he starts to see his potential for sure yeah okay absolutely so yeah. i i love that I, I love that um martin short plays the perfect underdog who has all these skills that kind of rear their head um as the situation arises and yep. and, and eventually is like you know what i need to believe in myself and the things that i can do and I'm I'm gonna kind of shed the things that maybe have been holding me back, and I like that idea. I like that idea as a parent is like reinforcing like what's your superpower, kid? Yeah, and how can we make that something? You know, so that's that's my takeaway is that um, all of us have something within us, something yep. that we do great, and it's it's finding the right person that can really celebrate that or help you recognize that that is essential. Sure. Yeah. I love that. Mm. So I'm, ju I'm just thinking about Tuck as a father. Yeah. And I mean, I think none of us are ever really ready when it happens. Like you just, you kind of get in and, yeah. and it it's there. And the thing I thought was interesting for me is the moment you see when Tuck realizes he's going to be a father and you as an audience member mm -hmm. realize he's going to be a father, mm -hmm. you're actually pretty happy. Yeah. Because yeah. in spite of his foilables, he's actually there's a lot of redeeming qualities. Mm -hmm. Like we all have things we do before we grow up where we're just like, well, fuck it. I don't really care. And I'm going to be an idiot and I don't really have to be responsible for anyone other than myself, mm -hmm. but I can 100% see where Tuck is capable. Yeah. He's thoughtful. And we all have these gifts, um, kind of to your point mm -hmm. where, you know, when the, when the right moment arises, the greatness in all of us shines. Yeah. And so I think this is one of those things where, Tuck's probably just been kind of a fuck up because he hasn't really had a purpose other than being a pilot. Mm -hmm. And when that kind of goes to shit, he's, he's listless. But I think him as a dad, him coaching Jack, him becoming like a better um, individual. Mm -hmm. And you can see the way he mentors, even like I say, the things that he's like bringing Jack in and kind of unfolding him into like his own world. Mm -hmm. He would probably be a really awesome dad. So I think my takeaway from this was, we all have inside ourselves like the ability to be better than we are. Mm -hmm. And even when you think you're not ready for something like be it a new challenge, be it a new like role or a new way to perceive yourself, it's there. Trust it and believe that it's there. You don't have to be 100% ready mm. when the right pieces are in play. Yeah. Well, I like that. You know, uh, both of our kind of takeaways really revolve around um, support to recognize that and, and being ready. To recognize that. Much like our mirrored businesses. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like we're on the same page on this one. I, I agree. You know what? And um, yeah, uh, like I like the moments when Jack shines. Yeah. When Tuck shines. Yep. When everybody has their shining moment. Yeah. Well, I like that. 
you know, uh, both of our kind of takeaways really revolve around um, support to recognize that and and being ready to recognize that. Much like our mirrored businesses. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like we're on the same page on this one. I, I agree. You know what? And um, yeah, uh, like I like the moments when Jack shines, yeah. when Tuck shines, yep. when everybody has their shining moment. Yeah. And uh, I think that's important. I think we all should recognize when we have an opportunity to shine because I think that's essential. I, I think we both want to make times for when we both think we should shine. Yeah. So could you and I do each other a favor sure. simultaneously? Let's do it. What would it be? Go get, get your, your fucking shine, shine box. Bam. Yeah. <laughs> Beauty. Double shine. Woo. This has been Get Your Shine Box with Chris Ham and Tristan Ham. Special thanks to Ross Smith for the intro and outro music. Extra special thanks to the Three Geeky Dads for just being awesome guys. Check out their podcast as well. And if you want to hear past episodes, go to wherever you consume podcasts, even Apple. Bye.